Hello and welcome to another edition of Colin on Cars. On what for me is a grey, chilly and overcast day. Something akin to my subject for this podcast. Some announcements still have to be made, but nevertheless we need to talk about the Administrative Adjudication of Road Traffic Offences Act, a name as convoluted as the legislation it contains. Shortened to R2, government spin is all about making our roads safer. The Act being implemented on July the 1st is a cumbersome piece of legislation, but one drivers need to try and understand to avoid costly and potentially life-changing consequences. Offences such as not indicating, crossing a solid barrier line, speeding and similar misdemeanor charges have been removed from the Criminal Procedure Act and handed to the Road Traffic Infringement Authority or RTIA for processing. Serious offences such as drunken driving, reckless or negligent driving will still be prosecuted criminally. Besides changing the system to an administrative process, the single most important aspect of R2 is the introduction of driver demerit points for offences committed. According to Howard Dembowski from the Justice Project South Africa, the R2 Act includes a points demerit system which has not been applied in Johannesburg and Chwani during the more than 12 years quote, pilot, unquote, implementation. However, the legislation's main purpose is and remains to mitigate traffic fines out of the courts and into an administrative scheme. To put things simply, an administrative scheme is one where you, as the motorist, must act or react using prescribed forms if or when you stand accused of committing an infringement. If you fail to act, this will not stall the system. It will simply blunder ahead to finality. Be warned, he says. Ignoring a traffic fine will prejudice you. Points will be applied and licensing transactions will be blocked if you fail to act if and when you receive a traffic fine. Which means you cannot renew your car license, you cannot renew your driver's license. But, in terms of R2... You are guilty until you can prove yourself innocent. In an absolutely bizarre ruling, a full court of the Pretoria High Court ruled persons who stand accused of committing road traffic infringements do not have the constitutional right to be presumed innocent until proven guilty. According to the court, a person who is prosecuted using the R2 Act is not an, quote, accused person, unquote, but is rather a participant, albeit an unwilling one, in an administrative scheme. This means it's up to you to prove that you did not commit an infringement, not up to the state to prove that you did. If that is not an open sesame to mismanagement, corruption, devious dealings, I have no idea what is. But the Archer Act has three stages. One, the infringement notice. Two, the courtesy letter. And three, the enforcement order. There's no warrant of arrest included in the R2 Act. Do not let the post office or a traffic cop tell you otherwise, says Dembowski. If they are not served in person 
all documents issued in terms of the R2 Amendment Act are deemed to have been served on the 10th day after they are sent. They may be served in person by any electronic means, such as email, SMS, social media, or posted. But that deemed to have been served is very important. An infringement notice is issued when you stop by a traffic cop caught on camera or issued with a parking fine. When a traffic cop issues a fine to you after stopping you, you are served immediately. When a parking fine is issued, the associated infringement notice must be issued and served on you within 60 days of the alleged infringement. When an infringement is caught on camera, the associated infringement notice must be issued and served on you within 60 days of the alleged infringement. Within 32 days of the actual or presumed service of an infringement notice, you can pay the fine at 50% discount and have the demerit of points applied to your license, apply to pay in installments, make a written representation to the RTIA why you should not be held accountable for the infringement, or nominate the driver if you were not driving the vehicle at the time of the alleged infringement. There's also something called the infringement penalty levy of a hundred rand that will be added when an infringement notice is issued. Though the current regulations do not make it clear when this so-called levy will become payable or ever it will be refundable. Uh, Dembowski says our assumption is it will become payable when other administrative processes are applied and that no discount applies to the IPL. It must be paid in full. Again, simply a method of raking in money to refill the coffers that have been stolen over the last 20 years. It's additionally, as an administrative process, millions of people applying written representation. When on earth does anybody imagine those are going to be processed? The system simply cannot handle it. But moving forward, if you do not react to an infringement notice within 32 days, a courtesy letter will be issued. Courtesy letter removes the 50% discount, adds 100 Rand to the total payable by way of a fee for the courtesy letter, removes the ability for you to nominate the driver if you were not driving the vehicle, allows you to, within 30 days, to pay the full penalty together with a 100 Rand fee for the courtesy letter, together with a 100 Rand for the IPL, or make a written representation as to why you should not be held accountable. No discount applies on the IPL or the courtesy, courtesy letter fee. Now the enforcement order, if you do not react to a courtesy letter within 32 days of its actual or presumed service, an enforcement order will be issued. And another 100 Rand is added to the cumulative penalty to the IPL and fee for the courtesy letter. 
When the enforcement order is issued, the demerit points apply to your driving license for natural persons or vehicle license disc for juristic persons like companies and what have you. It also blocks all licensing transactions, driving license, card renewal, professional driving permit, all of that. You may then pay the full amount or apply to have it revoked. You can make a written representation why you should not be held accountable. You must use a specific R208 form and submit that. The representation must include everything you wish to rely on if the matter is rejected and escalated to the tribunal. You may not ask for the discount to be reinstated. You may not simply write a letter or send an email. It will be ignored. If your representation is successful on the grounds that any R2 document was not lawfully served on you, it will not have the effect of cancelling the infringement. Instead, the authority responsible for not complying can simply reissue the relevant document, providing this is done within six months of the infringement. If your representation is successful, together with any fees that have accrued on it, it will be cancelled. But also not clear whether that IPO will be written off. If your representation is rejected, you must either pay or apply to the part-time R2 tribunal for review and to apply to the tribunal you use an R210 form you may not use the current R210 election to be tried in court that's changing you must apply within 30 days of the rejection of your representation you may not skip the process of making a written representation and a review or appeal does not equate to a criminal trial if the tribunal upholds your review or appeal, presumably it may decide what to do about the infringement, penalty, fees and levy raised on it. This is because the tribunal appears to be able to make its own rules and because it has not yet been established, no rules are available. If the tribunal dismisses your review or appeal, the RTIA must issue an enforcement order. The R2 Amendment Act provides that you may apply to the Magistrate's Court for review or appeal of the Tribunal's decisions, only if you do so within seven days of the decision. A review or appeal does not equate to a criminal trial where the State must prove your guilt. While the Magistrate's Court considers the review or appeal of the Tribunal's decision, the enforcement order remains in place. If the Magistrate's Court upholds your review, it will decide on the remedy. If the Magistrate dismisses your review, the Act forbids any other review or appeal to a higher court. Now, the points demerit system is fairly simple. Every license starts with zero points. Different infringements carry different number of demerit points, up to five. Criminal offences carry 60 merit points. The points are applied when the fine is paid or an enforcement order is issued and a driver may accumulate up to 60 merit points without losing driving privilege. If you're a learner, a licensed driver may accumulate up to 15 
without losing his or her driving privileges. Thereafter, your license is taken away and you have to go through the whole process of getting it back. Now, this is an incredibly, as I've said, cumbersome thing, and there are still a number of things to be sorted out. But as drivers, please read the papers, read social media, be aware of what is happening. Stay safe out there. Cheers for now. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.